Hi, this is Larry Hankin, and you're listening to the Three Geeks Podcast, and I'm on the Three Geeks Podcast. Also, go to therealarryhankin.com. You see these paintings? You can get them on a t-shirt. everybody welcome to an early episode of the three geeks podcast it is just max and i today we are we didn't plan on doing this podcast not at all but then you know we started reflecting on 2020 and how amazing our guests have been and we had a guest that last minute agreed to come on and join us i mean not not just any guest right like not it would take a special person to to like pull me out of my extreme laziness. You're like, we don't have to podcast for the rest of the year. I'm like, I can deal with that. That's fine. That, that means more video game time, more sleep time. And uh, then you're like, this person wants to do a podcast. I'm like, I'm in. <laughs> to be fair, yeah, Max is the only one with a year off. I still have like nine interviews to record yeah, well, between now and I, the I 31st. I a lot less work than a lot of people. But um, <laughs> man, and I, this is probably the most excited I've been for a guest all year. Uh, Chris Candy's close second. Uh, nah, this is the most excited I've been for a guest the whole year. I'm looking forward to Jen Candy. And now uh, we got Renee Jacobs, the voice of April O'Neil, coming yeah, on that, next oh, month. That's cool. You know, that's fine. But <laughs> today's guest is, and I'm going to send an invite to the rest of the guys towards the end of the podcast to throw them all on here, too, to say happy think, wishes. I mean, I'm selfish, though. I don't think we should. But I want to welcome to the show for the first time in almost two years, Mr. Philip Ford. The original yes. third geek. <laughs> I'm back. For Voltron. Podcasting power to everybody out there. So, Philip, it's really weird. The PR guy that I work with has me going on shows and doing interviews. Mm-hmm. And so I talk about you a lot because I talk about the start of the podcast. And now all those people that have been asking, you know, who were the original three? You got them right here. Yeah. Yeah. That is very true. The original three before it became, what, six, seven? Eight of us? I don't even remember how many we got up to. (laughs) 80-something. All of of the geeks. But, um, yeah, this is going to be awesome. I'm super excited. So uh, we watched the series premiere of Gotham last night. Uh, you guys care to talk about it? It's a joke. That oh, was, my God. That this was, show sucks. I was gonna, it came back. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make cave away from that. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> but your spirit still is on, Philip, because I play um, clips from old episodes during our commercial break. Because the show is now two hours long. I don't know if you knew that. It's no. not today, but it is normally two hours long. Nice. And so we do commercial breaks so we can go use the restroom and so forth. And um, yeah, you still pop up from time to time during those. Uh, I played Our Heroes Were Born, like episode four oh review, when yeah. we were all still kind of on board with that show. <laughs> yeah. Before it like, just derailed all of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I forgot. I did. I completely forgot about this as well, Max, until you brought it back up. I was like, oh my God, that's right. They did that and it was okay and then it went off. (laughs) It was never good. Notice I didn't say that. Yeah. Oh my God. The the promise of the original hero show. That was it was so tremendous and then it just it went off the rails. 
yeah, you know, like yeah, it had all the potential. It had all of the potential, and just realized that maybe like a, a tenth of it, maybe. Maybe I'm gonna guilt more people into watching us saying this is my birthday show. Come watch. <laughs> <laughs> you have Happy birthday. Um. Okay, I have to ask you. I'm just looking at. Go it. ahead. Is Harry RC Cola is that a new thing, or have they been doing that the whole time? Uh, it is been around for as long as RC has been around. Oh or, God, I feel like I'm missing out on my whole childhood. You have been. <laughs> uh, Max, can you uh, mute your speakers? Because the headphones um, underneath the desk are spewing out the sound from Philip and us talking. That's what it is. So I, was that I don't think the audience can hear it, but they're hearing it now yeah, as I, I couldn't talk to you about it. <laughs> but. Um, All right. So, Philip, we, uh, you know, Remake Revolution. It was around when you were around. Mm -hmm. um, so, we did a Remake Revolution for Showgirls. Oh, and wow. The teams got to pitch. I kind of want to give you a tease of where Remake Revolution is now, like all of the work that goes into it. And so, for um, so for the Showgirls uh, Remake Revolution, you know, they did, they had Taco Bell be the sponsor of this movie, or Showgirls was sponsoring Taco Bell. And this is the work that came out of John and Dan. Taco Bell presents its newest entree, as seen in the hit movie Showgirls. Nomi gobbled them up on screen, and now you can get your hands on Nomi's beefy fish taco. Engulf all the voluptuous babies in your mouth. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That is our one and only recorded bit. <laughs> oh, God. I don't play it as much because the guys got annoyed with me playing it. Because anytime somebody would mention Taco Bell, I'd shoot right to the commercial. Relatively Mexican. <laughs> That's not entirely true. <laughs> Chimichangas, Taco Bell. Yeah. Beefy fish taco. <laughs> oh, my God. That's an awesome Dude, commercial. That one was so weird too, because like you know, normally it's like okay, this actor, this actor, this actor, this director, this is you know, this is the pitch. Like they wrote like a whole, both teams wrote like a whole script to the movie. Like, like it was ridiculous. I was like, for showgirls, for showgirls. <laughs> That's what I was wondering. I was like, wow. Oh yeah, no, that was That's awesome. That you like our production design with the logo and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You all moved up a lot in the world, man. You got the nice scrolling <laughs> bar. Well, when we started logos getting guests, popping it out. When we started getting guests, uh, Max and I bought a whole year of Zoom. And then, like, two weeks later, I said, Max, I want to get StreamYards. He's like, how does that work for Zoom? Like, it doesn't. It's a whole new thing. So we have a whole year of uh, Zoom, and now we pay monthly on StreamYards. <laughs> but StreamYards is awesome. Yeah. It's totally worth it. Oh, it for sure. I can already tell freedom. just from the features it provides. It's tremendous. Yeah, I've watched a few of the videos. <laughs> around, you remember that? Yep. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> and then the one celebrity to ever block us is this guy right here, Mister Sugarful <laughs> Randy Quaid. I mean, Jason sent him a a, a a message, right? And it was a little bit fanboy. I, I'm not gonna lie. Like there's there's hints of, of of geek like dripping off of that thing, and but it, I, I don't feel like it deserved a block. Like a, a kind no would have been surprised. You know, would would have been fine. But he fully blocked us. I was like, wow, Randy Quaid. I want to say thank you to everybody who's watching us live. Jump in the comments. Leave a comment, suggestion, whatever. We're going to save the review for Mandalorian towards the end so you guys don't have to bail because of spoilers. Because we're going to talk spoilers during that because 
yeah. And um, so the first, let's get into this Disney announcement. And I'm telling everybody right now, the world will not be the same after this Disney announcement because finally, after so many years, I am getting the Sister Act 3 that I always wanted. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Whoopi Goldberg is back in Sister Act. I wonder if we're going to get Lauren Hill to come back. I, maybe. And I <laughs> I was as shocked as all of you, but when they announced Sister Act, I like stood up and I went, yeah! I don't know why. I was super excited and uh, I'm super stoked about Sister Act. Uh, you guys have any thoughts of Sister Act? You're married. <laughs> that's, that's that's pretty hardcore uh the love stance there it's like i i'm no i have no idea i didn't even know that was announced till you just told me i was expecting more of the little mainstream parts of this but wow <laughs> and, and and to answer your question max i what else does lauren hill have going on right now uh, yeah <laughs> i think they could if they wanted her I, I feel like i don't know if she's still racist you know like like it's, it's you know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I'd be surprised if they got her, and uh, pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. Maybe that'll be her. You know, her her comeback party. A yeah. Long, long time though. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, she was on the Chappelle thing, this block party thing that he did. Ah, uh, okay. I missed out on that one. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I haven't, I haven't heard or, or seen. But anyway, who cares? Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> and then, and then to your point, yeah, I was like, I'll see it when it comes out. That, I mean, that's the advantage of Disney Plus. But it gives, like, I have no idea how they're going to do all this content. Like, it's 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 going to get up to Netflix levels, and then what's going to happen? Like, because it's going to be decent quality, but then it's just going to be, people are going to be like, hey, did you see that thing? What thing? That thing came out? What? <laughs> oh, yeah, we get, like, five Marvel shows. Before we get into the Marvel and Disney, or Marvel and Star, Star Wars, Wars, I want to pull this up and enjoy this with you guys. Philip, because I saw all of them in the theaters with them. Oh, God. Hold on. I don't have the sound. That's not even the right trailer. Damn oh, it. I was going to say this is the original Mighty Ducks. It looks like a behind the scenes. <laughs> I am a trailer he's fiend. The worst with these trailers. Like, he's like, oh, guys, I saw this new trailer. And it's like some fan trailer that they made. Like, <laughs> on multiple occasions. I get excited. I still uh, you know, fanboy it's, out. It's with, it's with technology. Like, just because you can do things doesn't really mean you should do things. <laughs> Oh my god, I love that. The, the 1992. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that guy was in the original Money Ducks too, that coach. Looks a little bit like him. But. Oh, wow. him in a long time. He, he became the best Sheen brother. Yeah. Now I joke about Sister Act, but I am legit excited, curious to see this. I'm curious to see where they go. 
Uh, I will watch this Mighty Ducks movie. It looks, you know, fine. It's not a movie. Oh, it's a show. It's a show. Oh, I, I like it less now. So wait, is it a spinoff of like Gilmore Girls? Is that why they advertise for Gilmore Girls at the end there? No, it's because uh, she's Just from. She's Gilmore. on there. Okay. Yeah, the Gilmore mom is on there. Yeah, I saw that, but I was just like, "What?" Hopefully, hopefully, it's not like written by anyone involved with Gilmore Girls because, like, when they get going on Gilmore Girls, I, I've seen clips and I just don't even understand how they they know. It's like when the Flash talks to Kid Flash and they just speed up and they speed up and they speed up and like they can hear each other just fine, but nobody else knows what's going on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, but no, that, this looks this looks fine. I I wish it wasn't a series. I don't think Mighty Ducks has the legs for a series, but uh, I'm, I, I'm I'm okay with that. Who knows? You know, I think Max, they're doing miniseries. Three years ago, I would have agreed with you, but we live in a post Cobra Kai society. So, I mean, anything yeah, is, is not possible. Cobra Kai. Okay, but exactly, but Cobra Kai. but you didn't expect Karate Kid to have legs, and it, we made fun of the Karate Kid series hardcore and yeah. then it came out and it was the best review oh, thing okay. of the year yeah but that's got people kicking people in the face okay <laughs> but i'm just saying it's really hard you're, to you're dealing with this dude's like alcoholism and and and, and then wanted to kick people in the face not, <laughs> not a bunch of kids playing freaking hockey okay like kid sports is the worst absolute the worst and it, no it, no i don't see i don't see series i don't mini series i don't see any of that like you give me an hour and a half of this I'm, i'll be down but other than that no no that's too much there's there's not there's no what do you think philip i remember us going <sighs> to see uh, what movie did we see we saw jack in the theaters and we saw the trailer for mighty ducks 3 this is the day that you left me and rode your bike home <laughs> Oh my god! You remember that's that? Hilarious that you still remember that so vividly. Of course, I had to write a paper on it. <laughs> you remember that? Well, yeah, yeah, that was no punishment when he was, was the younger. Choice of my parents' punishment. He had to write essays when he did something wrong. I'm the one who was left. I don't know why. <laughs> you left me. You egged me on. You're like, I can, I can figure out my way home. I'm like, all right, later. <laughs> I did. I did find my way home like six hours later, but I was there. Oh, God. But um, all right. To get to your question, I, I don't know. Like, I'm still sort of. I'm not sure exactly. The trailer gives me an idea, and I kind of agree with Max. Like, with the way the trailer gives me an hour and a half. Like, if they went sitcom, I could kind of see that working for like a little mini series where you tell a story. It's serialized, and you go over five or six episodes, but they're like twenty or thirty minutes each. So essentially, you're getting just an elongated movie there. But here it looks a little bit more on the serious side, so I'm just not sure what kind of unless unless they literally do 30 minute episodes and they do like four. <laughs> do like Friday Night Lights with younger kids and, and the Mighty Ducks theme is that is that like the 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 like the tone that we're gonna get? You know, it's like this means everything today for the rest of your lives, children. You know, like is is that what they're doing? Like I I, I just don't. I am oh, cautiously man. optimistic for two reasons. One, we don't know the episode count yet, yeah. and it might just be a limited series. I just watched The Flight Attendant on HBO Max, which was a limited series, but it's one of those limited series that I was okay with them announcing a second season just because of the way the show flowed. So if The Mighty Ducks comes out and they announce it as a limited, they give us a solid story, and then it actually we enjoy it, and they want to give us more after, then I'd be down for that. No, no, I mean, I, I, yeah, I have to see the first episode to know. Maybe if one of the kids like takes off his skate and cuts the jugular of another one of the kids, I will be down to watch the show. Yeah, that that's called Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I guess eventually Disney Plus talk about releasing the adults only section. Yeah, well, I mean, they have Hulu right now for that. I don't know why they would do that unless they plan on condensing the two. That's what I think is going to happen because they're doing Star. Star, yeah. They bought Star and they inter- released that internationally and they've kind of separated that off. So I, I think they want to migrate it all, but I think they don't want to announce anything like that in the US until, you know, they can buy Comcast out before Comcast can go, hey, wait a minute. You're going to do that? Uh, that's uh, $2 billion for our 10%. <laughs> <laughs> I have one more before we get into the geeky stuff. I just got one more thing that I was excited oh. about in the general announcement. I think we're already uh, geeky, but you're Yeah, yeah. Like, my the series is not geeky stuff. I know Max may want to talk about <laughs> Baymax, but um, I was super excited to hear that they're rebooting uh, Three Men and a Baby. What? Oh, I heard I, about that. I like the idea of Zach Efron in that. he he. I think he's a oh, good yeah, substitute for, um, for Tom Selleck. I think he could beat the Tom Selleck role. Really? You put him as a yeah. yeah. grow a mustache? You're just the way his demeanor is. <laughs> Did he grow a mustache? He is not. Nobody should grow a mustache. You There's know, only I like 12 a, people. I have a beef with Tom Selleck, too. Why? Uh, because he does that fucking reverse mortgage scam. Oh. He's uh, on the commercials for the reverse mortgage, and he's like, this isn't a scam, but when they come and take your home, you get to leave. And it's like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm kind of fuck you, bud. Like... That's that. So that's that's a personal thing I have with Tom. So I don't know. <laughs> but but I agree with you there, Jason. I, I could see him just because of this whole whole sex appeal that he's got going on now. More as a sort of like that thing. That's really what Tom Selleck's thing was. He was the, the oh, yeah. Huh. I guess uh, Ted Danson would technically. Have I don't been think the, I've ever watched Three Men and a Baby. Really, the original? I mean, I know the Good Night, Sweetheart. Well, I know that. <laughs> the, but I don't remember. Anything from the movie. <laughs> the first movie is actually really funny. Yeah, I'm yeah. not knocking Three Men and a Baby. I'm just saying, like, I, I honestly don't think I've actually paid attention to that whole movie all the way through. See, as somebody who thinks this announcement's cool, this is one of the ones. As somebody who liked even the sequel, and the sequel's totally a guilty pleasure, and I understand people didn't like it. I would have rather seen Steve Gutenberg, Ted uh-huh. Danson, and Tom Selleck come back and play uh, Three Men and a Bride, or whatever. Or no, no Three Grandpas and a Baby. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. You could have. You could have actually. Well, they're probably a little too old now. But <laughs> three great grandpas and a baby now. <laughs> yeah. So, why are you giving us a sad face, man? Jump in the comments. Let us know why you're sad. But, but um, let's get into it, guys. Um, let's go to let's go go in the order they did. Let's go to Star Wars. What did you think of that mic drop? I know Max isn't super excited about it, but I want to start with Philip because I know Philip. Really? <laughs> wow, Max is not excited. I'm I'm stoked just because I get more Ahsoka Tano and, and live action, and I appreciate what they did with her. And <laughs> I, I know a lot of people were very upset about the oh my god, I've forgotten. But basically, their tails that grow from the top of their head because they couldn't make it as long as the series. But I was like, yeah, it's a practical reality of going from animation to live action and. Unless you wanted to, to look wonky, they could have done CGI, but that would have looked awful. So I'm excited for that. I, I'm not sure how I feel about the Rangers and the New Republic. I do like, uh, I can't think of the actress who plays Cara Dune and kind of where they're trying to go with that. Um, and uh, I won't go into spoilers, so I'll skip that one, even though they didn't technically announce that one. Uh, Gina Carano yeah. is the, uh, the actress that plays Cara Dune. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, actually, I liked her in that role so far. I haven't mm-hmm. really, she hasn't 
she hasn't been, you know, the main point, the main focal action, which is where I'm guessing that series is going to go. I'm less excited for that, but more I'm the main reason I'm super excited for the Ahsoka Tano is not just her, but as well, I think they're going to bring back a lot of Rebels characters. Thrawn is probably going to be the main focal point in that. Oh my God! Please give us Michael uh, uh, Fassbender. Please give us Michael Fassbender. Please give us Michael <laughs> Fassbender. He would be an amazing Thrawn. Yeah. Oh my yeah, God! I, I would take the voice actor, and I can't think of his name either right now. Which was from because uh, he also played uh, Moriarty from Sherlock. Okay. Thanks, okay. Owen. So yeah. I, I I wouldn't mind if they just translated that, but yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see. I, I agree, Fassbender would be good too. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I got the announcement here pulled up. Uh, the I know Max isn't doesn't like the idea of seeing characters where we know how they end, but I I am excited for two shows. One. Um, oh, I'm not excited for that one. Go ahead. Uh, uh, Rogue One is my favorite of the new st- batch of Star Wars movies, hands down. I love that movie. Why? Because everyone dies. <laughs> I, I like the characters too, but yes, uh, everyone dies. Just got the best. Best uh, scene with Darth, Darth Vader and a lightsaber in a hallway. Um, <laughs> the one on the Mandalorian definitely gave it a run for its money. Uh, we'll was, get to that later. Solid, but no, it did not. I, it, it was not the same. But um, <laughs> I am the one I'm looking forward to the most is probably Obi Wan. <sighs> I knew it. I knew it was your insight. Go ahead. That's that's not the one I was leading into with. Uh, oh, Obi-Wan. okay. But um. I am highly curious. I know uh, Obi-Wan will be like four to six episodes. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm curious with that one because I I like the idea of Ewan McGregor being able to, you know, do something slightly better with the character than what he was able to do with the prequels. Uh, I don't really understand them bringing back Hayden Christensen because he's going to be in a suit and his voice is going to be dubbed over by James Earl Jones. But whatever. Let the guy come back and be silent. You know, I'm okay with that. But um, it's Andor. I'm curious about Cassian Andor because, again, I really liked Rogue One, and I know the characters end, but it doesn't stop me from enjoying the journey to get there. It does. It stops me from enjoying it. I do agree with Max in the sense that I, I wish we'd get away from between three and four, but I love the fact that I we're wish, exploring post six. I wish we would get away from anyone named Skywalker. I wish we could just mm. be done with the period of time that involves anyone named or related to a skywalker i wish that line would end and we can move on <laughs> but uh you know apparently not whatever okay. <laughs> yeah like uh obi-wan i don't know i'm like i don't know i just like i felt that they like honestly like and i, I get why they want to do it it's just because not everyone sits back and and geeks out and watches the animation and the animation fills in a lot of those gaps and makes it interesting like i also suspect in obi-wan the other person they're going to bring back is darth maul for sure they're oh, going to yeah. bring they, that they back set that up at the end of well i guess then it wouldn't work timeline wise but yeah no um he's coming back in the lando series i guarantee it because i have a feeling lando is going to take place shortly after, oh, after solo but like, oh my god, uh, I feel I feel bad for Darth Maul. I feel bad for uh, I'm not interested in the Ahsoka Tano. Like I need to get over my my hatred of Ahsoka Tano. Like I just hated that character 100 from the get. Like I, I have never ever been a fucking Ahsoka fan, and I I, I, I might need to get over that because I mean like I love Rosario Dawson. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't hate one and love the other, and, and you know, like there's this interesting battle going on right now. So, but like, 
if she's dealing with Grand Admiral Thrawn, who is one of my favorite characters from the extended unit from the Legends universe or whatever. Um, oh, he's in the official canon too. Before, because he was yeah, in Rebels. Yeah, I, know, I know they put him in there, but they took him from that. Yeah, uh, um, from the Timothy Zahn series. Yeah. So, like, and he. If they do him right, I, I, he's a great villain, so I'm I'm down for that. Uh, but you know, like, I, I just I can't get excited a about prequel stuff and b just like I'm tired of this period of time. Like, oh, like this I, is the whole galaxy we're talking about, and then it's like we really only deal with seven people. Like, like, like there's, <laughs> there, there's gotta be more to it, you know? Like that's, that's what gets me. And they're I, up to twelve. Yeah, with the yeah, Mandalorian. Like, yeah, yeah, Mandalorian <laughs> brought, us, brought us up to twelve. So at least there's that. Uh, but God in heaven, like I'm just like I know that this is in the wrong direction for you, Max. But the Alkalite takes place 200 years prior to anything we've seen so far. Yeah, okay, and I'll tell you what happens. <laughs> yeah, but see, I I'm not thinking like that. I'm thinking okay. like this, I can't not think like that. I, I'm this uh, time period sounds fascinating. I'll this, tell you that everything the alkali does means jack shit because I I'll tell you what happens. <laughs> it's um, it, they're doing a mystery thriller, which sounds fascinating. Oh, solve the mystery. Guess what happens? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like for me, like there are some that I agree with you there, Max. Like Obi Wan, like it's just. That's been overdone. Like for me, I actually like the because honestly, like there's a huge like I feel that Disney effed up, and and honestly, I feel J.J. Abrams effed up with the latest trilogy because he went like he did the time jumps wrong. The first movie should have been a much shorter time jump, give you something, kind of introduce you to the world, then do the big time jump for the next two to kind of set up everything so that way you actually have an investment, and that's where that that's where like I understand your. You are, because Star Wars is divided into exactly what you're talking about, Max. You are on the other side of the camp, and then I'm in the other side of the camp where, thank God, this is why I love Rebels, that's why I love Clone Wars. It made the other movies so much better, because I'm like, ah, there's all the shit that should have been in there, but just wasn't. Yeah, the, uh, the Mandalorian right now is trying to fix the continuity. <laughs> I want to spoil that so bad, so don't keep bringing that up. But um, <laughs> because I, I am actually frustrated with what they did at the end. I really don't like who they used. They should have not because it brings more questions to the new sequel trilogy of why the fuck didn't they get the man Grogu, right? Like if they know about well, him, if he's dead, yeah, he could. Well, be he better die. He That's all dead. I gotta say. Like okay. that is his only option. Kylo could have killed him. But also, like if Grogu was Luke's first student and 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 graduated and moved on before. You know, and, and let Luke believe that he could teach a school of Jedi. Uh, yeah, Finn is the most useless character in Star Wars. Um, but uh, they, yeah, from a main like, I feel like yeah. the timeline can still sort of work. Yeah, you because know, like when when Luke shows, oh, uh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Gonna, I'm gonna pull us away from but, it. Uh, yeah, but yeah, uh, go Jason. Like they can still do if they can work Ahsoka. They can work Grogu in the same way, where you know, like, because like the Emperor had like. You know, people hunting down Jedi, like you know, like he didn't. He knew that there were still a few left out there, and mm. was like, actively searching for them. And you know, it's like the only like that's why you thought that Obi Wan and Yoda were like the last ones left. Yeah, that's true. The one and, thing. Oh, sorry, Max. Continue. Oh, but uh, yeah, so I and kind of to your point, uh, I kind of agree with you, and I kind of disagree. <laughs> well, just because, like, I mean, 
all of the characters that they add in, and which is why I like Rogue One, because yeah, you have all new characters, but they all die at the end of the movie. And 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 so it's like, okay, well, yeah, these people existed, they, but the reason we didn't hear about them anymore is because they're all dead. dead. <laughs> and then, you know, but like once you introduce these characters and then they don't die, now you have to come up with reasons why they weren't there. Mm-hmm. And 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 that just it, it's it's uh it's like trying to trying to weave that all together is what, what just really ticks me off. Well, f- the first problem with the sequel trilogy one is Kathleen Kennedy should not have been put in charge. They should have either had JJ oversee the story arc of the all three movies. Uh, they needed somebody to oversee the story yeah, I agree. Of three movies because somebody. what they did. Not JJ. I don't no, I'm not saying JJ. <laughs> I'm just he was involved. I think Dave Filoni, who's been working on Mandalorian, should have been given the Star Wars story range. He's the, rep, the, the, the fucking Clone Wars guy. Yeah, yeah, he's I, the Clone Wars I, guy. No, no, because then it would just been the Ahsoka Tana show, and that's all it would have been. <laughs> Hey, he no. waited. He waited a season and a half whatever, to bring her into whatever. And he could not even help himself. You notice how like he gets into Mandalorian season two, and you see how many callbacks to fucking Clone Wars and Rebels they have. Oh my god, no, not that guy either. Oh no, nah. <laughs> I think a lot of the fans would have really liked it if Dave Filoni yeah, had been put in charge. Him. Instead, what happened was J.J. Abrams made a movie. Uh, yeah, because the trilogy mm-hmm. was. I like all three movies individually uh, for what they are. Story, but I do not like the story because they made Episode Seven, which got everybody excited for Star Wars again. Yay, Star Wars! Team go! One Luke should have came back in the on the um, Star Killer base when they were in the forest. He should have been the one to grab that lightsaber and kick the shit out of uh, Kylo Ren. But anyway, that's a rant. And then, um, God, I can't even remember the guy's name. That directed the second one. Ryan Johnson. Right. Thank you, Philip. Ryan Johnson comes in and goes, you know what JJ just did? We're going to ignore that. And I'm going to make my Star Wars. And we got his Star Wars, which, again, was fine for what it was. And then we got Rise of Skywalker, which JJ is like, I forget what Ryan Johnson did. I'm going to make a direct sequel to the movie I just made, even though when they filmed Episode 7, because the actress who plays Ray recently came out and said it, her parentage was supposed to be Obi-Wan Kenobi. They changed it when they were making Rise of Skywalker, which if you go back and watch uh, Force Awakens, that is totally set up to be an Obi-Wan Kenobi, some form of a relative, because Obi-Wan's talking to her. Like, he's directly reaching out to her. That would have been interesting. And then suddenly, have we, Mandalorian. suddenly we get the Emperor back in what I think is one of the greatest Tomb Raider movies we've ever seen in uh, Rise of Skywalker. But... <laughs> That's actually pretty true. <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> like, yeah, I do. I like Alicia Vikander. But if they announced tomorrow J.J. Abrams was making Tomb Raider, I'd be like, I could see that. Like, yeah. I just watched it with Rise of Skywalker. He's but going to CG out uh, Daisy Ridley and, and put in uh, Vikander. And then it's like, hey, it totally works as a Tomb Raider movie. I know, I know that they're fixing some of this with the Mandalorian, with the cloning and so forth. But... um. I just the emperor came out of nowhere. It was not set up in any of the other movies. Uh, so yeah, no, they should have. With as big of a property as Star Wars is, the fact that they rushed to that original trilogy and didn't have an overarching story ahead of time, like they had told George Lucas, we're going to use your story ideas because George Lucas is good at crafting a story. He's just not good at script writing. We're going to use your story ideas and we're going to make these movies. So when he signed it over, he thought that's what they were doing and then they threw it out. But I guess George Lucas has been involved with The Mandalorian to some extent. He's been. He's so, and, and they're him and Filoni are good friends. 
And yeah. so Filoni is the one who's kind of bringing that in because George was, he worked with him on Clone Wars. Yeah, and George was training him to be his successor. Yeah. And George helped create Ahsoka Tana, which he, he was there when they filmed her on The yeah. Mandalorian. And he yeah. was super excited. She grew much better, Max. Like, if you go through the series, like, yeah, I agree with you. When I first saw her, she was annoying. Say, but, but to me, again, it's this, okay, well, then where was she? You know, like, 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 you, like Obi-Wan Kenobi acts like Ahsoka Tano never existed, even though, like, this person was a very important person to him. Like, like he would... He, he never... Well, it is explainable, right? Like, more so than anything, because she left the Jedi Order, right? Because right. she was kicked out, and his assumption is she's dead, right? Because no. everyone died. <laughs> like what? Yeah, I mean that is probably. But okay, fair. now after everyone gets killed, he knows that she got kicked out before the order came through, mm -hmm. so she wouldn't have clones there to turn on her. So it's more likely that she's alive than she is dead. Like it's not like. Oh, did you? Oh, you haven't seen the newest season, have you? Of Clone Wars. Clone Wars? No, the last one they did from Disney, you need to watch it because they actually, she actually is surrounded by clones. I want to watch She's the, last the one that takes in De uh, Darth Maul. I heard the last four episodes of Clone Wars is amazing. It is like it's a movie, it like you makes, can watch it, without it makes episode three like it's the shit they should have put in there because it's just like all the little meat and potatoes that you're just like, ah, now I actually see you know a little bit of growth from Anakin <laughs> versus <laughs> ah, I'm evil now. <laughs> that's pretty much how that happened too. He went rawr, he like growled into the camera. Yep. It's awkward. That's how it happens. The dark side takes over, you give him a growl, and then you're 100 percent evil. Yeah, so with I, I have not seen Rebels and Clone Wars. I know the story of everything, and I know most fans change their mind on Ashoka during her run on Rebels. Is that pretty true to you too? Like did yeah. she get better in Rebels? That was okay. Yeah, she and she grew during Clone Wars, and the last season gives you a lot of that. So, just don't watch the Clone Wars my movie. Problem, my problem with Ahsoka Tana is like she's got like Batman and Robinson. Like, whenever Robin's around, sometimes Robin is just there to get caught, and then sometimes, like, they make Batman weaker so that Robin is useful. And I feel like they, they just kind of tone down everyone else so that Ahsoka Tano can be good. That's fair. Uh, let's see what else we got on here that we haven't discussed. Um, a droid story. I am Philip. You said you weren't uh, really into visions. I like the idea of visions. I'm not an anime person, but I like the idea of them doing animated short films throughout the Star Wars galaxy. Oh yeah, no, that, that this could be awesome. It's anime Star Wars could be awesome. It just really depends on the story. Um, oh. I'm I'm 100 down for that. What do they call that visions? Yeah. yeah, yeah. When's that supposed to come out? Um, there is no release. Date I don't yet. think there's a date. Yeah, Marvel is the one who released like six shows we're dropping next year. But <laughs> uh, spoiler alert! Uh, so at the end of the Mandalorian, um, we found out we're not going to discuss the show yet, but we found out that the Book of Boba Fett is coming. Mm -hmm. So my question to you guys is: the Mandalorian season three, the Book of Boba Fett, or is the Book of Boba Fett its own show? You want to go first, Max, or me? No, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So. I actually think it's somewhere in between. So I think the Book of Boba Fett is going to be a subsection of The Mandalorian Season 3, if not the main overarching arc where you're going to be seeing Boba Fett, but it's not like the other stuff isn't happening. Because it's a good, in my mind, it's a good filler to kind of cover Boba Fett while they age up and build in a time gap 
to be able to grow, say, Mandalorian and get and get enough time so that way, again, whatever's going to happen to Grogu that that we can see, you know, not just infant <laughs> infant Jedi who is powerful, but he's still infant and can't really do do much as far as like narratively. Then I was I saw that and I'm like, they're coming out on the same like the same day. That's amazing. And then I started watching other videos and everybody's like. I think it's going to be like, you know how Mandalorian is separating the chapters? Like, it would be the first three chapters would be the book of Boba Fett or first four episodes of that season. No, I, like, the only reason I have hope for Ahsoka Tano is because, like, I've I've come around on Boba Fett. Like, Thanks, it, Amanda. It, I don't understand why Boba Fett is so popular, because, like, just from the original Star Wars movies. <laughs> because he, he literally, like, he's good at tracking Han Solo. I will give him that, but like everything else, he, he doesn't actually do anything. No. Um, so I was, you know, like I'm like, why does everyone love Boba Fett when he, when he does nothing? But he like, you know, he spent he spent a little time in the giant worm monster. Yeah, he, obviously he got out somehow. Um, you know, he spent some years in the desert. He's hardened now. Like I I dig badass Boba Fett now after mm-hmm. everything, but um. So so I'm, I'm I'm so if I feel like if Boba Fett can come around, maybe Ahsoka Tano can come around too. But you know, I, I, maybe I I don't know. I just I just have this like deep seated prejudice in my heart for her. But uh, uh, but as far as the book of Boba Fett, I I, I yeah, she, I would like to see them do it as a Mandalorian thing, you know, because like it still fits the title, you know, like you know, it really it doesn't ever say which Mandalorian they're following around. So so that's fine by me. Um. I, and and I'm also interested in like what's gonna happen with uh, Bo-Katan and all those guys. So it's uh, you know there's a lot of Mandalorians to, or even if they did a season where it was just following the armor around, I'm I'm down for that too. Like she was a badass. <laughs> like, <laughs> so yeah, I I feel like it's just gonna be you know the Mandalorian that Book of Boba Fett, you know, in chapter one two. Yeah yeah. I, I don't that would be cool if we got a whole season where. You know, we don't follow around uh, the what's his name, Pablo Dinjarin. Yeah, Dinjarin, the 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 Mandalorian. You know, and and we're wondering what he's doing, and then he shows up. You know, towards the end of the the Boba Fett season, so that would be kind of cool. And then it ties it back together. Yeah. Um. Shit, I forgot what I was gonna say. Like I had the words right there; they were coming <laughs> out of my mouth, and then they just went completely blank. Uh, saying droids droids and i wasn't saying anything about droids the uh, perspective were you thinking maybe it's a separate series I, it, i'm sure they'll clear it up sometime soon but at least out. when it comes to this announcement and everything surrounding the mandalorian disney has marketed it so well oh my God, yeah. they they fucked up the first season they did not market well. Like they didn't. They, did, they weren't ready for the popularity, and then they oh. didn't do a good job marketing for the first season. But like they've come around. Like now it's yeah. Now everything's is, is on track. They're doing a good job. Do so you? Like, they, I think that's just because they wanted to prevent a spoiler, man. That's the only reason. Is they wanted to, and then it came out, and people were way in love with little little baby Yoda, aka Grogu, now, and I, just it was too late. He's still baby Yoda in my heart. Like, I, I, maybe like when he grows up, like he'll be Grogu. But as long as he's like not speaking words and and like trying to steal the little ball thing, you know, like uh, he's he's just baby Yoda to me. Like that's that. There's no other way. But baby Yoda drinking his little bone soup. I got to ask you guys a question. Do you think the 
audience as a whole, like the pop culture part of this audience, is ready for a season without Grogu. If they make it good. I know yeah. we are. We're Star Wars fans. But I'm saying like the people that watch it that are casual fans. Well, no, because I feel like it had, like that story had its own, it began, it had a middle and it ended. You know, like that's, and that, again, I'm on a small island with this. Like I'm totally okay with something ending. You know, like if that's the whole story you wanted to tell, like I'm 100% fine with that because I enjoyed it and I can go watch it again. You know, like it's not like I need to know what happens next, like if there's no good story around it. So, yeah, I get it. I mean, I might just be solo, but like as far as I'm concerned, like, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't need to know what happens to Baby Yoda unless you're going to tell me a good story, like, and make it make fucking sense because. Again, we're still in this time period that I hate, so you're gonna have to work him in without making him too awesome, or else why didn't he show up everywhere else? Um, so, so yeah, that's that's uh, I think it'd be okay, you know, without Baby Yoda. Again, as long as you're making a good story and a good, you know, you're, you're doing all the same good work you were doing. And I, I would say, like, my wife is a perfect example of that when you ask that question. Like, she loved Baby Yoda, and that's kind of what got her into it. Um, but she actually started to appreciate the story and the emotional ties. And like one of her questions was, okay, so what's going to happen between, you know, um, the, the Mandalorian, Din Djarin and Bo-Katan now, like, are they going to have to fight each other? And I was like, yeah. I don't know. I was like, I was like, I was like, if it goes hardcore, it's going to be like, one of them has to kill the other, <laughs> not just disarm. <laughs> so, down for hey, we're going to do it. We're just going to go right into the spoiler review of the Mandalorian. Cause I already got the spoiler alert up. It's a nice <laughs> transition. And we'll Marvel. But um, I that <laughs> uh, I wasn't surprised by Luke Skywalker showing up. They, that was set up from the moment Ahsoka Tana said, "Go to this temple. You'll summon a Jedi. Will come find you." I'm like, "Who's alive during this time?" Obviously, she's not coming. Luke's coming. They're gonna give us that Luke moment we wanted in the sequel trilogy. I know that that is coming, and I got the Luke moment that I wanted in that sequel trilogy. What, Philip? I want to hear your. Cause you're the first person I've heard that's like, yeah. Oh, it's cool, but like at the same, like it just, I'm in. So it put me, it pulled me back into the Max camp because I'm like, it doesn't make logical sense. Like unless something happens to him, because the difference is like I understand when Max talks about Ahsoka, but there's enough things that you got a big enough universe, right? Like now, in theory, there is no cell phones in this universe, which is hilarious. Regardless, there's no there's no good communication path for anybody, but whatever. We'll go with that. And uh, so <clears throat> as a result of that, you can lose track of people. But my problem is, hey, Mike. Yep. I'm back today. Um, hey, Mike. Mike, I'm going to be sending you the link to this in about 10 minutes for you guys to join. Continue, Philip. All right. And so... Like that allows me to accept it, right? There's a distance, but now you've actually got someone modern who's going to know who's alive, who's now. Now, I I sold myself on the fact he sat there, didn't talk to anybody, so he just thinks this whatever crazy shit going on. I'm here for the Jedi. I'm out. But he's not going to talk with the child. But again, maybe the child's not like he's intellectually grown, seemingly from what they talk about. So that that's kind of my issue. Is is it creates too much? I was hoping for. Ezra or deep cut since they brought back the 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 oh my god I can't now I can't the dark the dark uh, oh my god basically the robots that I can't think yeah. of their official yeah. name Ezra Ezra is being saved first oh, I know well that's why my goal was he, Kyle Katarn was I was hoping I remember, to go there 
If I remember correctly, Ezra went off following Thrawn into the um, <laughs> not following, the but region. basically yeah. the, the they they used uh, basically the hyperspace beast to drag him and Thrawn to the unknown regions, which unfortunately for Ezra is also where Mister Thrawn is actually from. Yeah, I, I've been reading <laughs> the book, so. This That's is why good. You've not been reading the book. No, I, I in the read same it. spot. You were like, I'm reading a different <laughs> book now. But I was, I'm, I, I'm going to get back to it because so far I'm I like calling it. you out. I was supposed to borrow that when you're done. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But um, th that's my only downside to that is it, it's just it makes it a little bit harder. I thought it was a very cool scene. Like I knew immediately when I saw the X-wing, I was like, shit. Okay, all right. How am I going to accept this? All right, let's see what happens. Okay, okay, that's cool. That's cool. But I was like, but how is this going to work? And then. They intentionally made sure he didn't talk. So I was like, okay, so you can say that. Say maybe Grogu didn't ignore everything <laughs> except for Din. And I was like, all right, I can buy that. Mm -hmm. But then how do I explain Grogu? And that's that's the only thing they're going to have to come back and answer at some point. I think Grogu is going to end up being on the dark side. I think that's that's going to be the thing that's going to tie this back to Grogu towards the end. Was, you know, oh, I thought they were going to go hardcore than that, man. I actually thought yeah. they were going to basically kill Grogu for all of his midichlorians and use that to tie it into the Emperor. That could still absolutely That would have been so much better, oh my god! <laughs> oh, dude, you would have had people rioting in the street. <laughs> but, like, tell that story, you're like, oh my god, like, that would have been what's up. I was like, oh, we're not done yet. It's hardcore. That is what's up. But no, that's... Uh, Chicken Man's still alive. Anything can happen. But, Philip, he was, Luke was communicating with Grogu. Oh yeah, but what I was saying was more as how well Luke was coming only with Grogu, not yeah. with the Mandalorians, because that's a, that that is another powerful group of people, and especially with the, where the series is going to go, they're going to get their planet back clearly, um, or else they kill them all. But then again, I don't know that they're going to go that dark. I'm down, I'm down with that. I mean, I no. agree. If they go that dark, <laughs> then it's a good, it's another good excuse why they didn't come back because like they would be a legit threat to the First Order. No good. I, they they learned how to shoot. You know that was basically the next edition of the stormtroopers. Like, hey, we got to aim now. Um, and so uh, that's part of where I can kind of buy it. But the question is, and that's why I said like he couldn't talk to them because if he talked to them and developed that relationship, it'd be like, hmm, these are a warlike people that he had no clue about because Obi Wan was the one who knew about it, but they never had a a nice exposition talk, which would have been hilarious in the first movie. All right, son. So I'm going to teach you about everything in the universe. This is going to take about five hours. Let's go. You know, it's, like, it's like, what history do they teach? You know, like in, in like galactic, like, do they got to go to galactic history? Class? Is it something that's sort of been like, you know, like did the empire, like whitewash everything. So that, you know, like you only like once and, and, and long ago there was the empire and that was it. There was nothing else. <laughs> like, like there's never anybody to challenge the empire. There's never anybody as good as us. There was never anybody that did anything. We were always here, and when we weren't here, there was nothing. Like, this is, <laughs> or, yep. or what? You know, because like these, you can't. When the Mandalorian walks in, everybody knows that his armor is full Beskar. You know, like, like but like if, when when you go to watch the movies, you know, like. But they don't mention Beskar ever. Like there's no, there's nothing that a lightsaber doesn't cut through. You know, like so there's yeah, there's there's just a lot of incongruities and and oh uh, yeah, I mean, that was all set up by the old Republic though, right? So like when they built those old Republic series, that was the intentional build, right? Was the Mandalorians versus the Jedi because the Mandalorians were taking over the universe. Right. But um, we're totally running out of time, Geek It Max. <laughs> 
Uh, oh, yeah, no, three out of three. Go ahead and give the whole thing a watch. Uh, I was not mad that Luke Skywalker showed up, and you can see, like, if you're wondering, like, about the budget of this se- season, uh, you can see exactly what it went to. Uh, you definitely got to watch this last episode to uh, to get the full the full scope of everything going on. Here. So uh, three out of three. Three out of three as well. I, um, I, while it's not perfect, I think the, the Luke's face is probably the best use of CGI yeah, over an actor in the series so far, except for maybe Leia in um, Rise of Skywalker. That was done pretty well too. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, three out of three. The whole series is a three out of three. Oh, I'm right there with you. Like even with my complaints, it's, it's still great. Like it's a three out of three without a doubt. Oh. Not even... It's just the narrative is just too good. Oh, yeah, and and, and like, everything looks good. It's all well. It's a lot of guys. Like, the comedy is good. Little girl who's stealing cookies. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I, I I just love it when Jin Din learned his name, Grogu. Yeah, <laughs> and just like Grogu. watch. <laughs> like uh, I guess me every time. But like, okay, how about uh, in the episode the the, the tragedy? When he's like, you know, kid, we're just gonna take you back to your family, and I love you, but like, it'll be hard, and we gotta get you trained and everything. Like, really, really, like, I, I, next thing he's gonna say he's gonna retire in a month. You know, he was like, come on. <laughs> okay, they're landed on kind of thick. I feel. All right, moving on. We have. Okay, so I'm gonna just blast through the first six months of next year. Okay, January we got Wandavision coming out on the 15th. I think the show looks absolutely weird in a great way. I cannot wait to see the birth of the X-Men, which I think we're getting in this series. I think this is going to play like a House of M in the comic books. Hopefully. And um, I'm super stoked. After that, in March, just two months later, we get Falcon and the Winter Soldier, it, which looks like a pretty straightforward 80s, 90s action movie. And we'll get to discussing these all in a minute. And then two months later in May, we get Loki, which again looks weirdly awesome. Like it looks so weird and i it's the um dimension police i'm super excited about that because we know where this season's going we get what if in the summer of this year and um hawkeye oh no hawkeye does not come out this year uh ms marvel comes out at the end of this year and we get um black widow in mar uh april i believe we get the Eternals mm. towards the end of the year and spider-man 3 is next year too and morbius if you yeah. want to include those, I think Morbius looks fine. I know Max doesn't like Jared Leto. That's, the movie looks stupid. The movie looks stupid. Like I, I'm not just hating on it because it's Jared Leto. Like if if he, I don't hate on Jared Leto from Dallas Buyers Club. I don't hate on Jared Leto from Fight Club. Like when when he does well, he does well. But uh, that movie looks dumb. The only it reason like a bad Sony movie. Like, I don't see why nobody else sees it. Like freaking. Venom was not good. That was not a good movie. Like, like, what? What? Am I the only one here? Like, I had fun with that. Fun. Yeah, it was okay. fun. Was it a good movie? No, no. not in the least. So, <laughs> so, like, what are we talking about here? Like, why is everyone all hyped for Morbius? And it's like, you guys well, because, know that movie, right? So, ideally, I think if people look at the Sonys and go, "All right, are they fun and entertaining?" Versus, because you remember some of the old Sonys, they weren't always fun. <laughs> like even with like too many characters, they're mostly bad. <laughs> I'm just like I, I'm not I'm not excited for Morbius. That's Morbius. Morbius. Yeah, but fun. about the ones that are coming out directly from, from uh, Disney Studios, I 
I'm really excited for WandaVision. I don't know exactly what WandaVision is going to be, yeah, I have no idea but the that. one that I am probably the most excited for after watching the trailer is Loki. I am extremely curious as to what Loki is going to be, and I kind of like the idea of him lost through dimensions. And Owen Wilson. Yeah. Like, I barely knew that was Owen Wilson until like halfway through the trailer. Yeah, because they had his voice very uh, low key. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, <laughs> they didn't have him say wow either. Wow. Oh, he's gonna, you know, it's gonna be in there somewhere. He did what? Wow, <laughs> I do like that. Marvel, uh, their, their creative teams behind all of these shows are very uh diverse, they're bringing in a lot of diversity behind the scenes. Well, and that's the thing that Marvel kind of did well. It's like, hey, you know, like this, this is a spy movie, this is you know, like. Like Thor is a different movie from Winter Soldier, and and you know the, you get very different people to direct those movies or to you know head up those movies. So I think that's something they've always done well. What are you most excited about at that lineup, Philip? Uh, oh, to be honest, initially it was WandaVision, and then once they dropped that Loki trailer, it was just straight Loki, just because it's just it's so intriguing and and it's so different than anything they've done as far as what they've said that they want to tell with that, which is almost like a not a murder mystery, but just kind of a mystery where he's trying to figure something out and just all the things. And then the, the, I know the intentional, like the intentional scene that made me initially think um, black widow was coming back, but I, I'm pretty sure that people have said that it's, it's a different version of Loki in that scene. Like if you watch that trailer, there's a scene where you see you know, a woman with like red hair and black, but then you got to remember in the, in the infinity war, she wasn't wearing, she didn't have red hair. Oh, yep, there's Owen Wilson. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Um, Loki, it reminds me of like a frantic or like what the flight attendant was. It's just some guy trying to figure out what the hell is happening to him. And I like the fact that it's not going to be uh, holding to Marvel canon since yes. it's going to be through, you know, different dimensions and so forth. Like it's it's probably going to tie directly into Spider-Man and Doctor Strange, Strange oh, which Strange, I Strange, yeah. is also going to do that. Uh, but yeah, I am super stoked. Max, what are you most excited about? Of these Falcon and Winter Soldier. I, just... it, I'll take the straightforward fucking <laughs> 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 like uh, you know, like WandaVision looks uh, okay, whatever. You know, Loki looks okay, but like uh, yeah, let's blow some shit up. Let's go do the thing. Like I'm, I'm down for that. <laughs> uh, I, I like those two characters. I really like their chemistry in. Um, Civil War, so um, I'm interested to see if they can play more on that. Um, uh, people are worried about Anthony Mackie. I've, you know, I've talked to a few people, and they're like, he's kind of vanilla. You know, like he, he doesn't really bring a lot to it. But I think you know, with the right things going on around, I feel like he can be you know, be more. And uh, and I like I like him. So uh, you know, we'll see we'll see how it goes. But uh, yeah, no, I, I just like a buddy cop sort of deal. Like. <laughs> Let's keep it simple. Let's keep it good, and uh, you know, let's, 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 it looks like it, they're gonna have the most like effects as far as just like you know, like things oh, yeah. going on like that. I mean, like WandaVision is gonna have like weird stuff, you know, and like where like stuff's in color and stuff's not in color, and, and yada yada yada. So like, they, like that's it's still very effect heavy, but not in the same way. Um, yeah, I just want to see some stuff blow up, and I want like a, a good simple story, and and just you know. Just back to basics. Let's <laughs> like I, expendable style. Let's do it. You know, like, come on. <laughs> I uh, played the Avengers game with my son, and I am looking forward to seeing Kamala Khan on the uh, the screen. Mm -hmm. 
going to be in the Miss Marvel series, and then she is confirmed to be in Captain Marvel 2, which I am excited about. I'm saving the one piece that I'm super excited about for last, but um, let's run down the rest of these shows. Uh, Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Secret Invasion, Ironheart, Armor Wars, I Am Groot, and then Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, which is not <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Yeah. I oh god, that would be hilarious! <laughs> you wanted Guardians Galaxy three. Here's a holiday special. I do like uh, when Kevin Feige announced She-Hulk. Like he gave the biggest Daredevil reference. He's like, "Remember, this takes place in a courtroom, so you never know who's gonna show up." <laughs> I'm down. Uh, I like Tatiana Maslany, which is why I'm I'm super excited for She-Hulk. Uh, if you ever saw the show Orphan Black, she plays oh, so good. nine characters in that show, and and each one of them is distinctly different from the other one, and they're all very well acted. So it's it's. She's got range out the ass. So like, there's, there's no one like, I've seen work harder than this chick. So I'm, I'm excited to see her in the She-Hulk. I hope they give her a good script because she can she can really... She's got the chops for it. So I'm, I'm 100% down for that. We, um, we've seen so many supporting players from all of the Marvel movies come back, but we haven't really seen a whole lot from the Incredible Hulk come back. We did get the uh, general in like the last few movies, but uh, Tim Roth as Abomination will be back in She-Hulk. Love and Tim Roth. And um, Bruce Banner himself, Mark Ruffalo, will also be in this show as well. And I, I dig Mark Ruffalo Hulk. Um, you know, I, I, I'm excited about that one. I feel like that could be the sleeper one that like nobody's really like, She-Hulk, really? What the fuck? You know, like, I, <laughs> um, I, I, uh, I'm down for that. I'm down for some She-Hulk. And then uh, Secret Invasion is what I'm curious about. I'm surprised this isn't going to be a movie thing. I'm surprised yeah. that they're doing this could as be. a television series i'm sure it'll tie into the movies like everything else does it'll probably tie directly into captain marvel too but um yeah no i'm i'm excited to check that out yeah i was gonna say i could actually see that setting up something in the movie where it's not necessarily they go full-on secret invasion they just start to uncover something and go what the hell's going on here um Ironheart they've been talking about forever what is iron heart i remember Arm- armor wars is iron heart sort of a variation of it Iron Man. She uh she uh, finds, okay. she comes across like an old Tony Stark thing. I think um because in the in the comic books, Tony Stark is the voice of the suit. I wonder if Tony Stark will be the voice of the suit in that'd be cool the series, which is a way to bring Robert Downey Jr. back without having him come back from the dead, which I hope they don't do. I mean, if he shows up in like what if or if he shows up in just a side thing in Loki, I'd be okay with that. But I don't I don't know how I'd feel about them just he's back. <laughs> Yeah, right. Joy. Uh, that's comic books, you know. Like, like that was why, that's why I always hate when they kill somebody in these movies, you know, because I'm like, you know, okay, but like when you kill off a good villain, you, you like here you can't bring him back, you know, because everything is, is a little more final. But like since they're starting to get more comic booky, like fuck it, like there's always some ancient stone or some fucking machine that can bring everybody back from the dead. It's not that hard. It's some sort of probability, whatever. <laughs> Snatching the Tony Stark out of a different. I mean, King the Conqueror is a perfect example of that, right? Hey, he's back. Hey, look. Good as new. So, the one I'm most excited about, I know a lot of people are going to roll their eyes, but I am 100% excited about Marvel's first family, the Fantastic Four. Yes. And if they don't oh. cast. John Krasinski and Emily Blunt, they are missing an awesome opportunity. Uh, That's going to be difficult to get him, though. Just the timing. I, I've heard there's talks happening. Oh, I think that'd be they, cool. 
I think he's one of those guys that would sign up for a multi-film deal because he's from television. So what did you say, so Max? He likes a steady job. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm 100% down with uh, John Krasinski and, and Emily Blunt. They're both great actors, uh, so that would be fine. I really like the Fantastic Four. I really wish they would make the ultimate Fantastic Four. Um, the comic book was, was a solid Fantastic Four origin, and I want to see that movie. Um, it, it's got everything. It's got dinosaurs. It's got Fantastic Four, superpowers, all the things that you need. Um, and it also, like, I want to see a Fantastic Four where they don't have Doctor Doom as the first villain, because then they're going to kill him, and that doesn't make any fucking sense. But, uh, yeah. You know, There's so much we could talk about right now. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantarium, which we didn't get to. Yeah, I'm excited for Moon Knight, to be honest. I want to see where they go with that, just because it's a dark, interesting Knight. character. I don't know anything about Moon Knight. That's one of the things about the Marvel series, not having to do with the X-Men and stuff, because X-Men's all I really followed in Marvel. So all of these movies, to me, is my canon like this is i'm discovering all this stuff through these films yeah i'm i'm not a huge i, I don't like Moon Knight. i like i i prefer daredevil and, and iron fist and and luke cage uh as characters um mm -hmm. so you know like it's, it sucks to me that they ruined iron fist which is like one of my favorite characters and and you know like they got fucking loris redo it huh they can redo oh, it now and I, I would get i would get if not an asian person who knew kung fu a person who knew Kung Fu to play Iron Fist, it doesn't make any sense to have the Kung Fu master of the world not know Kung Fu coming into it. Yeah. That just makes zero sense. But he does boardroom meetings so well. Right. That's what Iron Fist is known for. It's known for uh, awesome boardroom meetings. John Orlando, have you been on a podcast with Philip before? I don't believe so. Philip, how you doing, man? Doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm not doing too bad. Not doing too bad. Jason, why are you blacked out? What do you mean? I can't see you. I don't know. Your internet's broke. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I can see him. I'm with Jason that uh, can't even see him anymore. There you go. Now it's loading. <laughs> and it's oh, now it's black. Yeah. yeah. You guys are drunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's that good old early Sunday morning drinking. John, uh, you know, Moon Knight. Well, I'll, I mean, I'm I'm down for a good story. You know, you can you can bring me around with, with a good story. So that's more why I'm curious because he's a very flawed character. John, tell Philip about the podcast you and I do together. Yes, um, it <laughs> is a fantastic, fantastic uh, podcast that pays homage to the great drama known as Matlock. <laughs> that's awesome. We sit down every, every twice a month and review an episode of Matlock, obviously starting from season one, working our way through. We give our two cents worth. And man, oh, man, in all honesty, what we thought would get like 20 listeners has exploded. <laughs> the Matlock podcast uh, market. You guys, you guys have taken over. That's we awesome. have. We uh we get hit up on Facebook. People want us to come over to their house and watch Matlock with them. <laughs> <laughs> My God, you should do that. I mean, obviously not COVID, but you know, like one hundred percent. We had um, we had imitators too. Remember? Yeah, I don't see them posting anymore. They're gone. Yeah, they did. They did their three episodes. They're gone. I think they were spoofing us, to be honest with you. I think they just recorded three episodes to make fun of us. <laughs> That's better. That's even better. Yeah. It's the sincerest form of flattery right there. Oh, uh -huh. 
crowd. Like, there you are, Jason. Finally, you popped up. No, see, I'm here. <laughs> we, had, we had Linda Pearl. We got two uh, actresses that played uh, his uh, daughters come on do interviews. I think they were curious as what a Matlock podcast sounds like. <laughs> Even though we ended up talking more about like the Office that she was on and um, Happy Days than we did actual Matlock, but. Yeah, and Lori Lafine, we talked more about uh well no, we talked a lot about Matt Lock and then we talked Except about her other stuff too. You know, yeah. the day the uh, what was the other, the day after and uh we talked about a bunch of that stuff. Okay. Uh courtroom battle. Ben Matlock versus Matt Murdoch. Who wins? Uh Matt Murdoch wins hands down. Mm. I, I, he's got, well he's got he's got the special powers. You know, I he's, he's, he's younger. Nope, sorry, so, couldn't hear you again. <laughs> do you have do you, do you have like another five to ten minutes? Oh uh, yeah. No, not you. <laughs> <laughs> you have all the time in the world, John. <laughs> God damn it! We have Mike's logo and a muted sign. Where's Mike? There's Mike. I'm here. I'm here. Sorry, I'm driving, so you won't see me. <laughs> then you're like John Cena. We can't see you. So, so Mike, I hope, Mike, I hit Philip up on Thursday because we did not plan on doing this, Max and I. And I'm like, Philip, you want to give me a birthday present? And he says, sure. And I said, the only thing I want for my birthday is for you to come on and do an episode with us. And he agreed. All right, Mike's on. <laughs> we love <laughs> Mike, that's a drive. Oh, but yeah, okay. so Jason, who do you think wins in a quarter? Tell you what, this isn't really this isn't really working out. Good to see you, Phil. Hey, hey good it's been a while. Take care. Bye. Thanks, Bye. 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 Nice Bye. talking to you. Later. Love you. Love you. <laughs> who would win in a courtroom battle? Who? Ben Matlock versus Matt Murdock. Matlock. You think Matlock wins? Yeah. Southern old Southern comfort, huh? Yeah. He All does. Right. He does that. Um. <laughs> um my client is innocent because the real killer is going to walk through that door any minute. And then everybody turns to stare at the door and he goes, had you all fooled? Even my client was staring at that door. <laughs> Which got used again on Boston Legal when okay. um, Alan Shore was like, you didn't look at that door. So you're in it. You're, you did this, didn't you? So you're going to go in and take the plea deal. And <laughs> but look, I will say this. Matlock versus Matt Murdock supporting cast, I say Matlock because Tyler Hudson's untouchable as the investigator. He is untouchable. I don't know, man. I give them a run for his money myself. Uh, yeah, yeah you I, do. <laughs> Karen, uh, Karen Page, is that her name? Yeah, Karen um, Page, yes. And um, what's his name? Fozzie, uh, uh, Foggy. No, what's his name in Mighty Ducks? Oh, um, um, oh. The, the the brothers the, the Bash brothers Bash brothers uh, Fulton Fulton Reed yes oh <laughs> um, yeah Karen Page Fulton Reed uh, I uh, they're good but, but no I'll agree that that Matt Locke's got the better sidekick mm -hmm. he does he does but, uh, I'm, I'm I'd give it to to Daredevil in the court just because he's got superpowers and Matt Locke. <laughs> You know what? I haven't done this on the Three Geeks podcast yet, John. So I'm going to speak directly to my audience and the two publicists that we work with that um, are very good to us. We want to thank you mm -hmm. very, very much, mm -hmm. Steve Joyner and Wendy Shepard. Thank you. You guys give us great guests. Anybody out there knows how to get in touch with Keen Holiday. 
hit me up, 3geeksj at gmail.com. Tyler Hudson is impossible to find on the internet. He, I've sent him messages on all of his social media, but it doesn't look like he's used his social media since 1922. <laughs> so anybody out there that can get me in touch, We've we've made phone calls and people are like, we don't know what you're talking about. But (laughs) you're the agent. You're supposed to know this. I tried reaching out to the guy who played Conrad too, and I can't find anything on him. He was in the behind movies as well, so I called his church to see if I could get him that way. God. Dude, I'm dedicated. Oh my god. I didn't really call his church. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. I did. I did. No, I called Keen Holiday's agency, and they're like, "Who?" I'm like, "Keen Holiday." They're like, I, I, "I'm not familiar with that no, name." No, you didn't have the credentials. That's all that was. They're like, "No, we don't." You know, they, <laughs> you go off to the 110th degree. Like that's that, that's you don't get access to this person, sir. Off the street, who the fuck is you? <laughs> I don't know why the comments, my mom's comments aren't coming through, but she says, hi, Philip. Oh. <laughs> hey, Gina. Oh, <laughs> She's texting you. <laughs> yeah, she's sending them on Facebook. I'm just kidding. Uh, right. Are they going to do what with Widow? Sorry, I, some, someone made a post earlier, and I don't know what that means. Yeah. What? I, I, I don't know. Oh, oh right. I think my maybe my comment about the fact that he was in the back, that it looked like she was in the background. Mm, uh, Loki. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they can they can just kind of make her there again. But yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah, yeah. but I, I don't think they're gonna do it because like a lot of people talked about it, and basically because of the color of hair, unless it's an alternate universe, they basically kind of said they suspect their theory is more that it's an alternate Loki, like a female version. Bring her I, back. It'd be cool if they brought like some of the comic book characters to the movies, like because you like that in the movies they kind of get it, you know, right over there. Like, like I, I think if they brought like full on. <laughs> Comic book Black Widow to, you know, it's still Scarlett Johansson, but she acts more like she does in the comic book. I, I think that would be a little interesting as well. <laughs> but then, like you know, they'd have to have her with the, the gold belt suit and stuff like that. Like they just they have to do different things to kind of differentiate them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'd be down for that. And this is uh, this Marvel news. It really shows you uh, like how overwhelming it is. Like we've done an hour and we're not we've re- barely scratched the surface. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna let Philip go. I just want to say one more thing. Oh, uh, Philip, don't leave us again. Oh my god, I love you. Kevin Feige and Disney are right now renegotiating contracts with Benedict Cumberbatch and Scarlett Johansson, all of these film actors because they're preparing to bring the movies over to Disney plus first instead of theaters or do simultaneously like they're doing with wonder woman, which I'm excited to see next week. And I don't have to pay for it. Good on you, HBO max, even though we totally all forgot about your announcement, like two days later when all of this stuff was announced. (laughs) So um, continue. I hope you uh, have fun and court with Christopher Nolan, Christopher Nolan. You kind of turning me off a little bit, buddy, with this whole push into being theaters during a pandemic. Hey, you know, like, like your movie can be in theaters. Like that's gonna be the only thing. You know, like there's no people in there. <laughs> I do like that our our ratings for today have gone up extraordinarily, extraordinarily since Philip's been on. <laughs> like this is the highest live viewership we've had in such a long time. You know what? Then that only means that you got to play that old M- Mariah Carey card. All you want for Christmas is Philip to come back on the <laughs> podcast. Yeah. You got to yep. save that. I got to save that card. <laughs> I'm just going to have Philip on all my birthday shows. <laughs> <laughs> you 
Jason was an ace at Uno. I'm holding on to that draw four reverse. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Philip, stick around for after the credits. Everybody out there from the Three Geeks podcast, have a great day. Recycle your droids. Hold on, I didn't queue up the credits very well. well. <laughs>